welcome to the fire labs podcast if you are a busy working professional looking to learn about investing in real estate with ease and confidence you have come to the right place i am shalini kadaveru and i'm just a few baby steps ahead of you every week i share my wisdom or bring experts in the space to share their insights so that you gain the skills and mindset to invest in real estate with ease hi everyone today i want to share with you why i started investing in rental properties there are five key reasons and i will dive into it right away so the first one is the possibility of creating a monthly income stream without liquidating assets in retirement so that's reason number 1 the ability to create a monthly income stream the second one was um if i want to take a mini sabbatical again without liquidating my assets investing in rental properties was uh, the best option out there the third one is i really like the tax advantages that help us to accelerate wealth building the fourth one is the ability to use leverage uh, to turbocharge wealth building and the last one is um investing in real estate gives us the ability to enjoy multiple streams of return so those are the five reasons and uh, let me dive into each one of those so the first one that i mentioned is that investing in rental properties allows us to create a monthly income stream without liquidating assets in retirement um and just for the record throughout my working life as long as i um have been a w2 employee i have always maxed out my 401k uh, my retirement contribution annual contribution and i started investing in real estate primarily to diversify my asset portfolio so in addition to the stock market i wanted to um diversify my investments and started looking at um real estate as well and the way um how to create a monthly income stream is that as you um own your rental properties over a period of time um your tenants um would pay off for pay towards your mortgage and over a period of time your mortgage would retire and that's when the cash flow for from each of your rental units would be equal to your rental income minus whatever the expenses you no longer have to pay for the mortgage because the property is paid off so that's how you get structure a monthly rental uh, income or a monthly income stream from your rental properties so that's the first one moving on to the second one which is the ability to take a mini sabbatical without liquidating um my assets so this was a few years ago um uh, right before covid hit when i was thinking about if i have to take a mini sabbatical how would i fund it at that time um majority of my savings were in um the stock market and the only option that would be available would be uh, available was uh, liquidate those assets meaning sell sell those uh, shares 
And whatever proceeds that I get from those uh, sales uh, of stock assets, I would have to pay uh, for the taxes for capital gains. And the remaining funds is what I can use to fund um, that sabbatical. And the idea of liquidating the funds wasn't sitting well uh, with me. Um, But on the other hand, when you look at um, rental properties, if you have uh, rental properties with built-in equity, you could do a couple of things with it um, where you can generate um, a chunk of cash without having to liquidate those assets. The first one is a cash out refinance. Um, If you have built equity in it, you can refinance the property and take out a portion of equity um, on the property. As a result of the refinance, your mortgage payments could change. So um, hopefully you are in an environment where um, because of the built-up equity and because of the advantageous interest rates, you're able to still meet that the, your rental income is still able to meet the mortgage payments. But at least whatever cash you're able to take out, you there are no tax implications. So you don't have to pay any taxes on, uh, on that uh, cashed out amount. So that is uh, cash out refinance is one option. The second option is the ability to take a HELOC, a home equity line of credit. And it is a little bit challenging to get a HELOC on an investment property, but there are still banks. Uh, the criteria to get a HELOC is um, more stringent compared to uh, when you're trying to get a HELOC on your primary residence. Um, but you, there are still um, banks that can give you HELOC. So that's the other option where you can take a HELOC. The benefit of that is you're not taking uh, the entire amount in one shot, in one go, and paying interest on that loan uh, that you have taken. Instead, based on your cash flow needs, you're withdrawing those amounts and then um, uh, paying at a later time. So those are the two ways uh, that you can, if you have investment properties, that you can um, supplement your cash flow without having to liquidate your assets. The third one, um, a big advantage that I see uh, with investing in rental properties is um, just the tax advantages. Uh, One of the first, one of the best investment decisions that I made in my 20s is to buy our primary residence. And I say that because um, that investment uh, provided the seed capital for a lot of other investments that I uh, did in my future years. So the first property that we purchased was a townhome in uh, upcoming suburbs of Northern Virginia. Um, we lived in that um, townhome for two years and over a period of time, it appreciated. And when we moved from that um, property to another Um, another single family home, we still um, had that property, rented it out. uh, So we organically became um, rental property owners. Um, We took advantage of a 
tax rule that if you live in your primary residence for two of the last five years, then you do not have to pay capital gains tax. Uh, we took advantage of that and then we sold that property a few years later and it was still within the five-year timeline. Um, whatever capital gains that we got on uh, from the sale of the townhome, we did not have to pay capital gains tax on it. Uh, as a result of that, um, we were able to invest greater amount of capital um, into some of the other investments that we made. The fourth reason is uh, the ability to use leverage to turbocharge our wealth building. As you know, um, with investment properties, um, with investment rental properties, you have to pay um, usually around 25% um, or not slightly north of 25% um, down payment when you're buying an investment property and the rest of it is financed by the bank. Right. Um, so uh, if a house is 500,000, you're paying down 25% uh, of it. Um, and then the 75% of, um, uh, of the property value you're financing, your bank is financing it. But when the property is appreciating, whatever appreciation you get um, on top of that property, um, all that is coming to you as the owner of the property. And when you're renting this out, the your tenant is actually pay the rent that you get is going towards your mortgage payments, and um, there is both a principal as well as a interest component uh, in your uh, mortgage payment. So the rental income is actually retiring uh, a portion of your debt, and what that does is increase your equity in the property. A combination of um, both um, retiring of the debt and the property appreciating, that helps um, to really turbocharge your wealth buildings. That's a segue into the fifth one, which is the multiple streams of return that you get with real estate investing. Um, so if you look, for example, at the stock market, um, you're buying shares in a company or in an index fund. And based on that, there is a, over a period of time, the company is hopefully performing well and you're getting returns. Um, of the, the, your stock value is increasing and um, that's the only source of return that you're getting uh, from investing in the stock market. But when you look at um, real estate investment, there are uh, multiple sources of return. Uh, the first one is, of course, um, you're getting a cash flow. Uh, if the rental income minus the expenses, and the expenses include your mortgage payments, any repairs and maintenance, taxes and insurance. Um, when, you, when you're buying uh, investment property, um, definitely make sure that at the minimum, um, it's a cash flowing property because otherwise you'll not be able to scale your investment portfolio. And if you have um, purchased with an intention and rehab the property, hopefully you have uh, built an equity right from the get-go and your property is cash flowing from day one. 
So cash flow is one source of return um, in your real estate investments. The second is the building of equity as your tenant is paying back, uh, paying the rental income, you're, you're paying the mortgage uh, on the bank, uh, to the bank. And as a result, you're increasing equity in, um, in the house. Then the third one is the appreciation of the property. Uh, in the US, if you look at last several years on an average, uh, property values, depending on the metros that you're in, uh, is anywhere, grows at anywhere from three to 5%. And in some of the hot markets, um, it's been much higher than that. Um, so your property value is appreciating. Um, so that is another source of return. The fourth source of return is uh, depreciation, which is a paper loss that you can claim. And the benefit of depreciation is that it offsets any of um, your, uh, your cash flows. So typically uh, when you, I'm trying to think um, a, a, corral, a corollary to this. So for your uh, day job, uh, when you're earning an income, you're paying taxes on that. Um, the government allows you to deduct depreciation uh, from your rental income. So as a result of that, that decreases your tax liability. Not only that, um, in the early years, you're able to accumulate your depreciation losses. And once the rental property is cash flow positive, then you can use these accumulated depreciation losses to offset the positive cash flows at a later time. Whereas when you're selling um, your stock assets, for example, shares in, your in the stock market, you're paying your capital gains tax right away. So there you have it. Those are the five reasons uh, that I like uh, why I invest in uh, rental properties. So quick summary. The first one is um, it helps me to create a monthly income stream without liquidating assets in retirement. The second one is I can entertain an idea like taking a mini sabbatical, again, without liquidating um, my assets. The third one is there are significant tax advantages, which helps me to accelerate wealth building. Um, I'm able to use uh, leverage to turbocharge uh, wealth building. And the last and the fifth reason is that it gives me multiple streams of return. Thank you. Hope that helps you in finalizing your decision to invest in real estate. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Fire Labs podcast. I'm your host, Shalini Kadaveru. I release a new podcast every Thursday. I'd love to hear your feedback and suggestions for our next episodes. So remember to comment and click the star rating. Thank you.